This episode of Vic's Basement is brought to you by EB Games. Support us by buying your video games at EB Games. Welcome to my basement, everybody! Hey, I guess I should call you Batman. Or not welcome to my basement, Right, everybody. I was expecting that. Okay, so you're, we're doing Toy Break right we're off the top here? We're going to start with Toy Break. Look at that. How All can right, we not? This he is, really needs to talk this about is this. This quarter-scale Batman Hold on a second. From... Can you explain what quarter-scale oh. is to people that don't collect toys? Okay, quarter-scale means that... Uh, this is one fourth the size mm -hmm. of the actual living Batman that is patrolling around Gotham tonight. That, right. Later tonight in Gotham City, the real person, the real yeah. human being named yeah. Batman, okay, will be patrolling through Gotham City. <laughs> right. uh, so this is a quarter of the real Batman size. It seems small though. If I only multiply this by no, if you multiply four, that by four, massive. I don't know, Vic. Massive, huge. Well, this is one of the biggest action figures I have. It's from uh, NECA Toys. Tons of detail. It seems like a, it would be only half of one of his legs. Like, not a, not even a full leg well, if think, you break it you, down. I think you chunk it out in four okay. times. All right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I, know either. I think that's But I know I have a sixth scale over there, and you can see he's a lot smaller over there. And then you have oh, a bunch right. of... Uh, one twelfth scale, which are like the six inch action figures. Right. One day I should just take a picture in front of all of the Batman figures that I have. With your arms crossed. That would be like, amazing. And that would be the day my wife would leave me. No. Kid, actually. No, I should no. never do that. She, no, no. She knows of your obsession. She's yeah, known she for a long time it. now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he comes with a little grap grapnel gun, lots of points of articulation. Tape? Sure. Of oh, course. Wow. It's a durable toy, I think, it's a heavy so far. Cape. I haven't broken it. Uh, but I love it's the Arkham Origins figure. I love that they're getting into making, you know, figures and, and uh, toys based on the Arkham line, which has become such an incredibly important part of the DC universe. True. What are you What are you putting into his? Oh, I'm putting his grapnel gun back on his utility belt. Now, what okay. I want is the quarter scale uh, Batmobile. Woman. Oh, <laughs> Wonder Woman. <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> I don't know I, what somebody I mean, would do with a um, quarter-scale Wonder Woman. See, that's not that's not fair. We should we should be able to have a quarter-scale Wonder Woman and You're not right. and, and not, not think of the curves out there. You're right. Right. Yeah. But so because I'm not thinking that you're going to do. Like that. They just don't. They don't. So we're not used to it. You're right, Marissa. Thank you. You are correct. Thank you. We have that's got to stop just having these little fetishistic, misogynistic, uh, mm -hmm. you know, kind of ideas about female action figures. Look, I'm sure there are people out there. Mm -hmm. I've you know. I've run into a lot of pervs in my lifetime yeah. that might uh, do things to this doll. Right. Or this, fine. That does happen. There actually are dolls out there for those people. <laughs> um, but why not have something? I would like to have something like that to show off. That's well, Woman. I think we're entering into that space. I mean, Wonder okay. Woman is going to be a very important part of uh, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. I hope so. No, I, she is. And I they're going to really have the Wonder so. Woman film and the Peggy Carter TV show oh, God, is coming. Oh, it's going to be so good. I, have you seen the pictures of that? Already? The Peggy already, Carter? Yeah, they've already released a couple she, pictures. All that, of the Howling Commandos are going to be back with that. I'm, I'm just... So excited yeah. that Haley Atwell is coming back. I'm, I'm just, I'm stoked for that show. I feel like it's going to be as good as Captain America has been so yep. far for me. Um, let's talk about Captain America because oh, yeah, it's come out on Blu-ray. Sure. There's a lot. This is a big week. Uh, we got I stuff to talk about. We have oh, right. NHL to talk about. We got Destiny to talk about. Captain America Two on Blu-ray. I promised Destiny. 
in the tweets. So oh, we will we talk Destiny yeah. for sure. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> Mostly Destiny today. Mostly but Destiny. I want to talk about Captain America too because, uh, first of all, thank you for tuning in to Vic's Basement, everybody that's watching. We on a Thursday, we appreciate it. If anybody's in the chat rooms, thank you very much. Uh, of course, uh, Joshua Josh standing is here by. and he's going to read some of the stuff. I got a sword today. Um, they want to see the snake if you guys don't mind. Oh, oh they can yeah. see that too. That was my that, that was going to be next week's toy break. But oh, I, well. we'll I went to really. a toy store, Toy Traders, which I love. It's in uh, Langley in, in BC here. And uh, they had a couple of amazing things. I Follow me on Instagram. I'm Instagram.com Batwing. He, yeah, he's Instagramming all of this stuff. Well, I, the, I, toys. I, the toys are awesome, and I yeah. like to show them off with some cool pics and vids and stuff. But uh, um, yeah, this is from Metacom. It's a Japanese uh, uh, created sculpt. It's kind of like a vinyl, but it has some articulation. Uh, the uh, silencer on the gun snaps into the gun. I just, just love his earpiece. It's so detailed and yeah. so cool. I wish the legs moved properly. You can just rotate them. Oh, yeah, uh, it's more for that. yeah. It's more for posing. It's more for or just for well, for just, placing on a desk. I love the sturdy stance of this. It's awesome. Right? Yeah, yeah. It won't fall over. I know he stuck out to me too. I did. I normally don't ask Vic about his toys when I come in here, but this is one that it's just art, stood right? out to me. Yeah. I mean, this is this is the thing that I kind of recognize when I go to a, a place like like Toy Traders or, yeah. you, you know, even EB Games. Our our partners have tons of uh, awesome toys at their their stores now too. Is that the collectible thing. I mean, look at yeah. Destiny. We're talking about Destiny and the, the collector's edition of Destiny comes with this robot toy, the ghost toy and the Batmobile Ugh. sculpt on the Arkham Knight next You're year. Okay, and the, the Batman statue, they just released the pictures on that. Holy crap. Uh -oh. But I'm realizing... You, no, no, you maxed out with your Batmobile. No, I'm getting, two, I'm um, getting both of the oh, collector's edition. They made two, so I gotta get... Okay. okay. Uh, but they... Uh, uh, no, but I'm feeling like toy... I think I've said this before. Toys are really becoming... The uh, the thing we're gonna collect. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I make fun of you a lot for all the toys that you collect, for yeah. sure. But I do have a lot of little things. My mierditas, I do have. Um, I like the little toki dokis that I yeah. was just talking to you about earlier. But the thing is, you have to get a lot at once to get a collection, which is very smart and um, very sinister. Yeah. Because I can't spend all that dough in well, one sitting on these little toys that I'm not really gonna do anything with. But I like having them on a the shelf. We're, we're gonna buy less Blu-rays. As a okay. society, right? We're gonna buy less books. <laughs> we are. We're I gonna buy less to buy comic less books. books. Has anybody signed up for the Marvel Ultimate? Oh, Have you signed right. up for that? It's seventy yeah. bucks a, a year, and you know you get thirteen okay, thousand comics. Remember to me if I've never, if I've never really been into comics like that before. Right. Yes, I want to get into it. Sure, especially watching that documentary. Yeah. Um, the superheroes. Uh, what is it? Superheroes. A uh, something, something fight, battle. Fight. Yeah. No. A never-ending battle. Uh, no, a never-ending never battle. battle. Yeah. Um, but especially after watching that, like you want to get into, um, you want to get into it a little bit more. But seventy dollars is a big price point for me to the spend. Trade paperbacks are twenty bucks each. So if okay. you if you get into, do they have fables? I want fables. No, because that's, that's a DC. Not, oh book. right, no, and, this is strictly. You know, eventually they're going to have to do uh, across the board um, Netflix for comics. Eventually, you can just feel that that is moving towards that. But okay. just the idea that. You know, Marvel has opened up their back catalog, so you can right. read all of the Winter Soldier uh, stuff that Ed Brubaker wrote, which is incredible, which heavily influenced the movie. Oh, okay. And it, it's amazing to watch the movie and then go back to those books because you can see, you know, where so many great ideas came from. But 
I, I just, it's so overwhelming, mm -hmm. the value, this digital sort of value. And Netflix speaks to that and show me the new Rogers and Shaw thing that they're doing here in Canada. And yeah. I'm sure like Hulu, you know, it's just incredible what is available to us on our fingertips, but we're not going to collect that stuff like we used to collect that stuff. Right. And so our, our, our media collections are going to shift. And I think what we're going to want are some physicalized you know, props or some physicalized kind of connection to the media properties that we love. Sure, and that's that going to reflect back into the collectibles um, and the statues and the toys and the, right. you know, the book. What are, what are bookends going to be around? I don't know. The bookend market. Well, no, Terrible we, market. Don't get into making there are bookends. people that collect the books, though, and still want to collect them. The books are going to be so dead. I, I remember talking to Zoe it's, Flower about what this are you put on your 10 shelf? years ago. What I, are you going to put on toys. your shelf? Toys. Yes, toys, sure. But there should be some books in between the toys to make, your, to make you look... Intelligent. <laughs> I think, but nobody cares about that anymore. Okay, I think, bookends for uh, the collection of Blu-rays that you had. Well, the only Blu-rays I have are superhero Blu-rays. There you go. So you're going to have superhero bookends yeah. for your superhero Blu-rays. Why not? Okay. Okay. But I, I feel like, I mean, I, I want I, I want to ask all the viewers out there, mm -hmm. uh, pipe up if and listeners, do you collect Blu-rays anymore? Do you go to the store and buy the... Di I mean, we, we still cover them because we love them and we're fascinated by them, but yeah. I want to hear, are, are they a big part of, of your... Uh, you know, expenditures, your entertainment expenditures, yeah. or has streaming and iTunes and Netflix and all the other stuff kind of supplanted that? I guess it all depends on the value you place in the special features. Yes. Right? But I, I want to get back to this comic book thing for a second because I want to know how you enjoy them. When you turn the page in a comic book, yeah. are you taking in all the art? Do you just read the story and then flip to the next page? Like, just read the dialogue and then I'll, flip? Or do you take in all the art in every I'll single page? I'll tell you page? this. I... I go back and forth okay. because I bought some. I bought the Black Beetle, the the Frank Avila uh, collection in a hardcover, and okay. I bought um, uh, the Ga Guardians of the Galaxy, the first trade paperback that Bendis wrote in a hardcover or in a, uh, a soft cover. Uh -huh. uh, and it was fantastic to open those books up and to get and to smell them and to read them and stuff. Um, but I missed the zooming in on mm. the detail aspect okay. that you get on the iPad, and that's an incredible. Uh, benefit mm. from reading these books because okay. the art especially when you look at art from one of my favorites is Frank Quitely you know uh, and you can zoom in on the little details or, or uh, Darrow does some incredible stuff as well he's worked with Frank Miller as well uh, where there's all of this minute kind of detail in the background in the uh, cities and the structures and stuff incredible and the iPad or any of the tablets out there that Comixology or the other apps are working on is just stupendous. So you feel like the artist perhaps is more appreciated in tablet form? Yeah, I think one of the things that you miss is the... Um, uh, there's, there's a kick that you get from flipping a page and seeing all of the panels constructed for you. There's a yeah. storytelling sort of value there mm -hmm. that's kind of gone when you virtually flip. Mm -hmm. Because right now, tablets are sized so they're a little smaller on, on a screen. Right. Um, the pages, especially, and now, now we've got iPhones and I, the bigger iPhones and bigger phablets and stuff like that. But they're, it's still impressive, but it's still a little smaller than actually reading the book. Mm -hmm. um, so you have to zoom in to kind of sometimes read some of the bubbles and stuff. Uh, so you miss that, like, punch of yeah, that page. Yeah, you turn the page. Right. Now, you can still get the art punch, but you miss the whole sort of like, bam, I'm going from panel to panel to panel right. to panel. It's almost more cinematic when okay. you're reading the book. So but, you make a good point for both sides then. Yeah, but on the other side, there's software embedded in a lot of these apps now oh, where right. you 
just tap on the panels and it flips from thing to thing. So it feels like almost like you're doing a uh, an doing old style. Yeah, yeah. All, yeah, sort of. All kind right, of. you make a good point. Uh, every time we talk about comics, you really sell me on them. I do want to get into it, but honestly, I'll leave this conversation and not think again about the comics. Yeah. I won't think about ordering anything or, or subscribing well, to anything. Well, I'll tell you, even, even uh, just to download or to borrow my copy of uh, uh, the Winter Soldier stuff that Brubaker yeah. has done after you see the movie, mm -hmm. incredible, great pairing. And I, I can't say enough good things about this movie. Now, I'm, the movie I've, is so freaking good. I yeah, I've watched it a couple of times, and the special features on the disc are really cool too. I want it, want more because it's such they a great are, part of the Marvel. But thing. not as cool. Yeah, but if I just feel like if Marvel, because Marvel gave us all those amazing special features on the Spider-Man Two. Yeah, that was uh, Disney, Blu -ray. That was this. Sony. Actually right. More than right, but I, I wanna, I want to tie it all together. I feel yeah. like Marvel is doing the right thing here. So everything that I see a Marvel superhero on, I feel like other Marvel superheroes should also follow suit. So yeah. I want all the same special features that I got. Although sometimes I feel like the special features have to be amazing, no pun intended, on uh, Blu-ray if the movie wasn't so great. Yeah. Um, which is why I think the special features in uh, Superman, or not Superman, Spider-Man were so fantastic. Um, but even in, in Kick-Ass 2, yeah. those special features were amazing amazing too that's actually a blu-ray i would recommend yeah mostly because you fall in love with uh with the director i forget his name um he's a new guy that they called in it wasn't matthew vaughn that directed no and he was too. a fan of the first movie huge it was, fan. and he just like was honored and he didn't yeah. want to let anybody down and everybody had gone off and become huge celebrities mm -hmm. f since doing kick-ass one and right. then they got jim carrey in who's a huge egomaniac celebrity i still don't understand why he didn't want to do any promotion for the movie he wasn't he actually seen comes off really cool in the, in the behind in, the scenes yeah. stuff and and I don't mean to call him an egomaniac and disparage him, but it's it is weird. He does have weird uh, personality quirks. And yeah, well, he, that could also happen to people when they're in the spotlight for so long. Yeah, he disowned the whole movie. He didn't want to do any promotion for it. I don't know if you guys remember that, but uh, the the Kick-Ass Two movie didn't register. Didn't really no. make a thunderclap like the first one did. They it are going to make a sequel. I've heard. Oh. And Miller's really happy with the way everything has turned out. I think the story just wasn't as strong in the second movie. No, it but wasn't. But Hit Girl stuff was really good. And I yeah. loved I loved Carrie's stuff in the second one. He was great. Yeah, I don't know. It just the the second just, movie wasn't as Kick-Ass the first original movie was fantastic cuz yeah. it was such a surprise. Yeah. So maybe they did follow they it was a nice story again to jump into, but it wasn't a surprise, so it wasn't as exciting. Yeah. To watch, um, but yeah, watching the special features on that one. But just even like, this is something that normally I'll watch a movie. I'll watch a movie with commentary, but I won't watch it all the way through because they don't talk all the time and it gets kind of boring. The commentary in this Blu-ray is fantastic. You don't even need to watch the movie on its own. You can just watch it with the commentary because it's so entertaining. You know, yeah. When I'm I'm thinking about this and what what happens with these superhero movies is yeah. they want to flesh out a universe all the time yeah. as they grow mm -hmm. and they take the spotlight. And this is what happened to Dark Knight Rises as well. Mm -hmm. They had all these other characters. Yeah. They take the spotlight off of the main reason why people go to see these movies, mm -hmm. which is I there wasn't Batman, Batman or Kick-Ass mm -hmm. or Spider-Man in mm -hmm. The Amazing Spider-Man 2. It's like, we just want to see him whip around and yeah. show us how cool his stuff is and yeah. you know take care of things that 
aren't all life-threatening and, and, you know, having to put so much spotlight. Like, all of those extra stupid characters in Spider-Man 2 That they took the away from the movie. Yeah. But those real moments of just Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy, yes. those real moments were what made the movie so fantastic. Yes. Honestly, if and it was just them watching them interact the entire time, that would have been a 10 out of 10 Garfield for me. Garfield has come out saying that they cut out a lot of the stuff out of the movie. The studio decided to make a lot of stuff uh, cut, that cut out the heart. You yeah, know, and they were and the you, heart. It, you can feel it. It feels like a like a jerky uh, uh, missed opportunity. But Captain America somehow, uh, even though the Falcon is in there and Black Widow's got a bigger role and Nick Fury's in there and Winter characters. Soldier, and I think it's because I think it's because Captain America, although he is jingoistic and he's such a rah rah, you know, you know, American America. value. Thing that could alienate him from you know me as a Canadian or any other international audiences gravitating towards this it's person. Yeah. He's such a tragic creation. Just this idea that he's out of time and he goes and he he's still in love with this old woman who's you're watching her go into dementia. It just adds so much color and flavor <gasps> and Chills. value to this character. Yeah, who is just a virtuous. Remember the scene in the first one where he throws himself on the grenade and yes. everybody's just like, what the, look at the, and he's just a young, scrawny little, he's an amazing creation. He and really Chris is, Evans yeah. is fantastic in the role, Yeah. but I, I can't say enough good things about Anthony and Joe Russo, the directors and the writers on this thing. A, guys from, a couple of guys from Community of all places coming in and shocking everyone because the action is unbelievable. The fights oh, with fantastic. the Winter Soldier are amazing. The Nick Fury stuff, like... Every, but every scene of the movie yeah. was compelling. Every scene of the movie just sucks you right in. And yeah. Black Window, Widow, my God, like I can't even. The birth I, of crossbones. Oh with, I know. Oh God, everything. It, yeah, everything about the movie. Still, uh, one of the best movies of the year for and me. Falcon is awesome. Falcon is yeah. Falcon is so great. Awesome, like yeah. uh, like true. Like you, the heart gets pulled into the movie. Like he's just watching these characters. That he's in awe of them all from at the beginning. And then they need he's help and they count on him. He's mm. a fan. And then they count on him and he just steps up. And he and delivers. It's incredible. An because amazing he is, movie. He, he is a fantastic soldier himself. So I, You know, I'm going to end up seeing Begin Again and the Lego movie and a few other things on Blu-ray before the end of the year. Sure. But I, I don't know. I think this is I think this is this, this one that might be my favorite movie of 2014. Yeah, X-Men Days of Fuser Pass was amazing oh, too. Oh, God, that was so much fun. I, I know people have mixed reviews on that one just because of the whole time space continuum yeah <laughs> but i honestly everything about those two movies for me that yeah. was it like when you leave the theater so excited actually the raid too i was feeling was really pumped too, up yeah. when yeah. i walked into the theater i don't the know theater. if i can watch that again though. no 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 oh no i can't watch it again yeah. that was way too much violence that was the, that was my cap on violence <laughs> for the year um, but walking out of these movies and feeling so empowered that you want to do the moves and i felt like i was black widow when i walked out of yeah. captain america it was just well i think you just also you you're just in awe of the inventiveness, right? Yeah. You're just like, how did they even conceive of this stuff? And, and yeah, they, they put it all together yeah. and they packaged it so beautifully for us to just sit back and yeah. enjoy, like slobs eating our popcorn, <laughs> drinking and our popcorn. Totally. And Cap Two is just like it just gets better the more times you watch it. You just see the the puzzle pieces all coming together. Okay. So get it on Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> if you collect. There's Blu-rays. a little more hype for you. Yeah. There you go. Take that hype. Sure. Do enjoy what you it. will with it. Um, Joshua is feverishly typing. Got any questions so for us, my friend? So, I know that you were... Uh, yeah. Uh, I had one question. Yeah. Okay. Somebody wanted to ask, how many Skylander figures do you have? Ooh. Uh, I, I, I think have I have one. about... 
You have one? I think I have one. about 20. I, um, uh, you took me to, um, what's that place you love? The big store? <laughs> Which one? The, the Costco? One? Yeah, you took okay. me to Costco. <laughs> And they had a bunch of stuff on sale at Costco. Oh, yeah, you went crazy. I did go nuts. You went crazy. You bought another controller for a PS4. I, I'm like, I, spent, Victor, I didn't know they sold all of this cool shit. Yeah, they, they sell, sell video game, game stuff, stuff and big TVs. That's how they got me. They had a giant TV the second you walked Listen, in. Can I, I, bought, I won't uh, tell you how much Victor Lucas spent, of course, but I had just moved to Vancouver, so I needed to get a big haul. Yeah. He spent more than me, and I went crazy. I didn't know they sold it. He got, he got batteries and I did, nuts. And I, didn't, I didn't know they sold Vic's basement <laughs> stuff there, but they do. And I I bought a shit ton of uh, Skylanders because I actually bought one of our, our people here, Jamie Chapman, who's mm-hmm. on uh, on uh, the other podcast, which uh, now, yeah, loading. now loading. Yeah, he's uh, a big Skylanders nut. He oh, loves I didn't know it. That. Likes Disney Infinity. I asked. Uh, he bought a PlayStation Four. We all bought uh, a bunch of the games on on launch day. I mm-hmm. asked him what what he thought the best game on the PS4 was. And he's like Skylanders all the you way. You know, what? Skylanders is a lot of fun. And so it I went, okay, Jamie. And I went and bought the thing with the with the stand, and, and it's still hooked up to my PlayStation 4. Every time I jump in, I was like, this is really addictive and fun and cool, and I keep adding yeah. new characters. I, it is a lot of fun. Uh, they did a really good job with the game, and they continue to do a really great job with the game. They keep in, inventing new things yeah. to enjoy. Um, the collectability thing is a little scary for me uh, with all the money that people are spending on these things. Yes. Um, but I have I have one collectible item. I have It's like an all-red Dude, I sell it in its package because I think it's a collector item. Right. Um, I don't want to take these things out of the box. But um, I don't know. I'm excited to play, uh, what is the new Trap one? Team. Trap Team. Mm-hmm. Because I got to take a look at it and it did actually. It looks great. It it just It's really smart too how they suck these people in and it come, becomes a part of your living room now. Yeah. I, I so don't know. far I've it. enjoyed the game of Skylanders right. more than the game of, of Disney, uh, Disney yeah. Infinity. But... I think all bets are off now that we're because the toys are better. Like the, the toys Marvel are, toys are way. Yeah, cooler. I know the toys are better, but the game still has to be a good time. Yeah. And I well, we're going to see. They're sending know. us the builds. I can't wait to review the thing. We're going to have the uh, the stuff sure, pretty soon. But I want kids to be able to jump into it and know how to play. I have a six-year-old niece that I tried to get into um, Disney, Disney Infinity, Infinity. Yeah. and they still like they just didn't understand what to do and where to go. And I just feel like at that age, it's I so want open. them. Right, yeah. it's too much for them to take yeah. in. So the the toys are awesome for sure. That'll get them excited. But um, I don't want to have to sit there and explain everything in the game. I don't want them to understand it within the first few minutes of playing. I'm I'm a fan of the idea, though. I mean, you guys know I'm a huge toy collector, and yeah. and uh, I love video games. I <laughs> I, I want to see this, and I can't wait for Amiibo as well. I mean, I see those figures; they look awesome. You have no more room on your shelf. I don't have you the have room. No I, more room on your I, shelf. I, I, you started I, with those Simpsons characters. I often feel like. I am so jealous of people that are just getting into this stuff right now because it's never been like the toys that are available to us now. That's why I still collect feverishly is they're incredible. I've always yeah. loved them and they're just so awesome now. And there's so many different levels of awesome too. Yeah. Like the uh, uh, Mezco, I think, has these Dark Knight Returns Batman figures coming out later this year, which blow my mind. It's like I, I was there in 86 when I bought the Dark Knight Returns book, and they didn't have figures like this. They look incredible. Where, what, fuck, why does this it take 30 goddamn years for the good figures to start coming out? Yeah, this is the second time you've done this to me today. I was yeah. in the back room changing. I'm like, why is there an incredibly old Blackberry in a Palm One? You're like, well, back in my day. <laughs> 
we didn't have GPS on our phone. We had to use a map. Yeah, I was, I was talking about uh, when we started EP, we didn't have smartphones. So we would go to San Francisco where all the game companies were, and we would be late to every fucking appointment because we didn't have any idea where anybody was. And we had just barely, we had phones, but the roaming rates, because we're out of Vancouver right. traveling, were ridiculous. So we're reading paper maps and yeah. getting lost and speeding and... It was, uh, yeah, it was frustrating. I mean, everything got a lot easier after the iPhone came out, I got to say. Okay, you know, just good. staying in touch with the office, you know, knowing where footage was. Yeah. And, and then, fuck, man, we're getting to the point where we're, we did one of these podcasts on an iPhone, you know? Yeah, we did. It's, it's true. It's amazing. It happened. So, speaking of iPhone. Yeah, oh, right. Yes. Uh, good let's segue. jump right into it. That was unintentional, but yeah. look where we are. Yeah. Uh, so, six and six plus, we're, we're excited for the plus. I'm buying one. Oh, I'm okay. doing it. Well, I'm jumping in six plus. I, six plus. I, uh, I, yeah, I want a bigger phone. I play games on my phone. Um, I'm tired of mistyping. I hope that having a bigger keyboard is going to be a better deal. I'm excited for iOS eight. I like the uh, camera features. I sure wish this was a waterproof camera that, or a well, waterproof phone. That would have made a big difference you for me. Can't have everything. I, it's, but it, I am psyched about the bigger screen. I know I'm going to look ridiculous walking around with a big giant thing like this. But no, but le- okay. So normally, if you show Victor Lucas something on your phone, he'll like don't don't do that to me. Like yeah. he'll he'll make you pull the phone back. He hates that. But yeah. if it's a bigger screen, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. You yeah. just hold it. Yeah, everything Games, will be okay. Games, movies, all of that stuff. And they've got a um, uh, they've got some portrait style apps and stuff that are going to be available on the plus as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I mean the 4.7 looks great too yeah it's amazing though that they've just said they just abandoned the 5s size they just said yeah, yeah we don't want to make small phones anymore with with this kind of technology i just they've don't got want a, them to change the the port for the charger again can we can it be the same as the android ones well no, or, okay sure but that's not going to happen we already all the people that have i devices now we've had to switch to the tinier to the lightning i know right. it's frustrating so, as hell i totally right. agree with you i i think that it's bullshit that apple yeah. has something that is completely proprietary proprietary yeah. when um, all the other technology companies have had to unify they've all had to sort of go to and if you get anything if you get your ps uh, you know, four controller, anything, they all have a unified kind of charging structure. The only thing that doesn't is the Apple stuff. And that's crazy. That has got to change. Right. Oh, that's true, actually. But no. Oh, no, you're right. Yep, you're right. I was thinking of my Xbox controller, but... Everything is kind of on this, you, you know, micro USB or whatever whatever yeah. the standard is, except for Lightning on uh, right. iOS, well, which is Well, Sony nuts. had their own little... Uh, everybody did. Yeah, and, okay. and you know what happened is the European Trade Commission, I think, forced mm. everybody to do this because the, the landfill mm. situation is oh. crazy, right? Yes. If every piece of hardware comes out with its own proprietary whatever charging Whatever memory function, card or... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Think right. about all the plastic and the junk that just gets thrown away when, when we, uh, you know, are always upgrading and yeah. we always are we're talking about upgrading right now yeah i do want apple to convert to exactly the same standard as everybody else's sure. now they've got the the apple watch which right. will have its own charging cradle or its own setup it will yeah um, special just for the watch i'm excited about the phone you're excited about the phone you're not excited about the watch i know you've expressed that already i feel like you're going to be excited about the watch the second you have it on yeah because I just read a, I read a watch blog today that oh. made me very excited about the Apple Watch. A watch blog? Yes, like Tell a nerdy, more. like, you know how I'm a nerd for toys? This guy's a nerd for watches. Owns you know a what? That is cool. Them. There are blogs for everything, yes. and I appreciate them. So tell me more about this oh, okay. watch blog. Okay, well, he was at the event. 
you know, and he got to put the thing on. He had uh-huh. showed it with a bunch of different straps. He talked about how one of the straps was like a like a 1950s collector's strap, and he was blown away that Apple even made a new version of this thing. And he had a bunch of pictures of it on his wrist, and he said, this is absolutely going to shock the sub $1,000 uh, uh, market in Switzerland for watches. They're oh. going to be completely... Sh- uh, completely rocked. Nobody's going to buy a Swatch anymore. Yeah, nobody's going to buy anything that is uh, anywhere close to this price range. All the Seikos, all the other things, there's good stuff out there. The only uh, people that will go in other directions, obviously, are the Android diehards that are loving things like the Moto, which looks amazing, by the way. Right. Um, I'm actually more impressed by the look, and, and I haven't played with either of these things, but the when Pebble? I see the Moto... No, there's a Moto watch. It's okay. a round screen. Gorgeous. Looks amazing. Mm-hmm. I just, I, the thing about watches, and I actually am a watch wearer, you which are, is yeah. crazy, because um, nobody does anymore. It's, so there's well, two things. Like, Apple killed watches with the phones. It's true. And the other cell phone well, companies. Well, yeah. Um, we made that market kind of, we watched that damn uh, Google movie. You didn't see that. Oh. The Google, with Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn. Oh, Wong. no, I watched it on a plane. That yeah, was the biggest thing. They were mistake. watch salespeople. Oh, that's right. And they right. talked yeah, about how watches don't get bought oh, yeah, anymore because everybody has awful. clocks on their phones. So Apple was a part of that. And now they're saying, no, we all need watches. Yeah. But the thing about watches is that they're a fashion thing. They are. And as much as you try to separate the, the look and feel with straps and, and uh, screens, uh, they're all the same basic they, shape and the basic kind of... And Yes, but you can customize the but, face. To the point where everybody's going to feel like they've got their unique thing. Like, how many times will people go out and see somebody with a blue strap and the Mickey Mouse face on it and go, That's really oh, unique. Oh, yeah, well, that guy's got it too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, how, but, how long will it take well, before not, people go, Well, I want my own taste. There's going to be a social interaction now, watch to watch, wherever we right. go, which I think is kind of scary yeah too i'm not sure how deep into the well that goes right um but if it's like a 3ds street pass thing i wouldn't mind it right so you're like yeah you get passing notes and stuff sure why not you get yeah Yeah, you get to meet people on the street it's okay as long as we keep it the tech's impressive yeah but you know we've talked about this on the show before just the idea of ever-present screens it's like what is what is our future? It's just like we're gonna have three hundred and sixty degrees of screens around us. When, yeah. when are we gonna not be looking at a screen? I know it kind of scares you a little bit yeah. with all the, especially because we don't know what our phones are doing to us. Yes, um, right. And all the technology and the radiation that we're bringing to our heads. So I don't know if it can be. <laughs> Maybe we're I mean, keeping it away from our heads, so it's better on our wrist. But I, I also I have a very very profound famili- familiarity with my phone. Yes. And I know exactly what a larger iPhone is going to feel like and be like. Be I'm awesome. very excited about well, that. Well, look, you still need to have the phone to have the watch. You cannot have the watch without the phone. And so. the other thing that I have is I've, I bought two of those Nike fuel bands. And Why they would you do both that? broke on me. The first Ew. one, they both broke. So it was replaced and the second one broke. And I said, you know what? This is not ready for prime time. And there's a lot of unanswered questions about the durability of the watch, right. the chargeability but, of the watch. But if, you have, um, if you've invested stock in the Fitbit, it's time to sell. Yeah. This is going to hit. It's time to sell. Just that. because this is going yeah, to Yeah, Nike take over. got out of it. Nike's right. not making the fuel band anymore. This, they're part of this whole. But the thing scenario. is, because I went to CES this year, and every single company had their own fitness watch. Sure. And how many of these? How many of these companies are just the fitness watch? That's all they are. There's yeah. a company here in Vancouver as well. Yeah. There's so many of them that they're just going to be gone now. I want to hear from viewers and yeah. listeners. You are know, they, comment well, us, text us, tweet us. Invested in these 
these things already, these fitness, yeah. whatever they are, the Who, bands. Who's or, getting the Apple Watch based yeah, on what they've seen the so Apple far? Watch? What do you? N- not a lot. Oh, um, no. A lot of haters right now. I think I'm the only one that wants one. So <laughs> well, I'm, I'm with you, Josh. I want one. <laughs> I want one. Um, somebody asked Marissa, which um, one, uh, which which place is your favorite burger? Uh, Vera, <laughs> Fat Burger, or Five Guys? Oh, that's great because I actually have sampled all of those now. Uh, I, you know what? That's a really tough one. I'm going to say. Shoot, I really enjoyed my Vera burger experience because I had a fried egg with the burger and it was fantastic. But I got a lettuce wrap on the fat burger one and mm. it was so good too. I don't know, I had to toss up between those two because the fries were good with both of them. Also, the onion rings were good with both of them too. I had a really indulgent weekend. Should we start um, a, a burger review? A burger review, review thing? I would do a burger review. I mean, I love burgers. So, um, <laughs> honestly, Vic, I feel like we should do that. We should do, I mean, Some you're not going to have meat, but yeah. uh, like a veggie burger before our movies like we have because we did the burrito thing yeah but for us to do like if we're going to the the cinema that's close to fat burger yeah. we should do like a fat burger thing because we can do the lettuce wrap okay. on like a veggie burger we can still make it healthy okay right and just not get french fries i'm just trying to sell them on burgers <laughs> more burgers the first production meeting discussing uh, what, bur- what, what we're, we're gonna, gonna eat before, before a movie, movie. <laughs> i love it this is awesome okay uh so Deal. i didn't really give you a definitive answer but both of them more than five guys um, Five Guys is good, but the fries aren't do, my favorite. Do you want a burger? But I love the bag more the fries. than an Apple Watch. <laughs> That's a really tough question. Do you, want, uh, <laughs> do you want a burger more than a quarter scale Batman? I want. You know what I want. Yeah. If I could have a burger that doesn't make me feel bad about myself, you want a quarter after, scale burger. I want a quarter scale burger. No, but I want the full experience of a full burger. <laughs> I would take burgers every day that didn't. You, you want know, a quarter scale burger. That just shows up as a little blip on your Apple Watch. That's right. And it gives you a little oh, uh, virtual a, high five. I want like a hundred calorie fat burger that's okay. still as delicious. <laughs> and I would take that over a million Apple Watches if I could have that I, every day. I think a company called Fat Burger should get right on their hundred <laughs> calorie, calorie burger. burger. Yeah. It's <laughs> still delicious and nutritious. The thing is with all these places that they make the burgers fresh. All right. Okay. okay? So that's okay. why they're delicious. Sh- sh- should we hate on EA a little more. Oh, you don't want to talk about burgers anymore. Well, I think we should t- get into some you of the main about, event look, type of discussion. We didn't, uh, when is the NHL um, review airing? Okay, so the NHL review is airing tomorrow. I haven't seen it yet. Um, no, but Vic and I had, well, Vic had a, a moment in well, our review. Because um, I was going back and forth about how I felt about the game. The game is, is totally fine. The gameplay is fine. I want to know what people think about NHL, though. I, well, I've been hearing about it, and people have been, you know, getting yeah. to me on Xbox, actually through uh, XBLA on my on my uh, messages there, and okay. on Twitter, and on, uh, you know, talking about it on our, our pages in the comments. Yeah. Um, they're probably talking about NHL right now, how pissed they are about all the features missing. And you, I, you can be you can be pissed. You can be pissed for sure, but again, there are so many great things about this game yeah. that people will still enjoy. Well, the core experience of playing the video game, yeah. the stuff that you, you really sign up for, which is getting on the ice and passing the puck around and, and scoring and feeling great. they feel great. All of they it does. The great. physicality the of the characters, of the players. Yeah, it, it feels really solid and fun. Sure. They made a great playing game again. But that's not a surprise. What is right. a surprise is the lack of uh, options out of the gate. You know, the searching through the menus and recognizing how thin this experience is. And 
that wasn't a surprise either because that news was starting to leak just before the the, the uh, review copies right, went but out. Right, this is we're talking about the next gen. Yeah, this is the PS4 the version of NHL 14 or and the Xbox, Xbox One. one. Um, but what else is a surprise is for me, especially coming on the heels of NBA 2K14, which has mm-hmm. now become this pinnacle of what sports games should be, mm-hmm. is this devoid of personality experience, mm-hmm. which I think is a profoundly important part of where game, sports games need to go. It's right. not just who's your cover athlete mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, take us in and provide narrative and commentary and experience and data mm-hmm. and uh, joy right. around what it feels like interactively to become right. a professional athlete in these sports. But we only, as a sport watcher, we only really get to see the surface of these human beings anyway. Like they're they're trained to give us just a, and that's whatever been it fine. is, their answer for whatever question they're given. Up until now. Right, of course. Now we want almost photoreal faces. Yeah. We want to see emotion on those faces. We want to see and hear and feel the emotion from the fans. But even beyond that, I want to feel like Victor Lucas has joined the Vancouver Canucks and I want to have a coach talking to me and I want to get comments and notes from the players after the end of the game. I want to feel like I have got the fans on my side or the fans are pissed off and they're tweeting at like all the shit that NBA 2K14 did for their my player last year. Okay. That's that's the fucking baseline from now on. You know, like they said, you you know, we can't get to every feature that we got on previous gen, but what we can do is knock them out Mm -hmm. with this incredibly immersive story of you joining a professional basketball team and you're talking to coaches after the game and you're doing practices with your players okay and that was such a profound benefit to the experience and such a unique way in and it looked and felt so next gen and then the core game was so next gen and ea should have said oh yeah that's the way you do it let's do it did they not try to do that with fight night champion they did they did. So, so they've already proven that they yeah. can do their own thing as well. That's a great example. That's a great... And, and that's the thing with EA. Is they're, they're, yeah. And it wasn't so much that this game alone was a pain in the ass. Yeah. It was like looking at NBA Live last year and how short that game came. Yeah. And now the Live 15 looks like it's going to be better. And I can't well, wait to check that they've out. they've deleted it though, haven't they? It's coming. Okay. They've released the trailer. It looks like it's going to be better. All right. Uh, 2K15, I can't wait to see what those guys have done with, with, uh, with the new NBA. Right. Uh, Madden feels like they've made some improvements. Defense was fun. Ben and Jose had a pretty good review with I that. I wonder if they did an update to eliminate Ray Rice from... They did. Oh, good. Yep, that, that happened right after I tweeted about that. And then uh, the day later, it's people gone. were tweeting it back to me. It's like, yeah, EA yeah, just deleted, they just deleted it. it. What a bastard. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh, um, okay. You know, EA is definitely... They're picking their battles. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because they're so focused on mobile and so focused on all of these different, you know, cash expenditures, but NHL got the short shrift. And so NHL fans, yeah, (laughs) NHL fans then got screwed, you know, and I think it's not their biggest seller, but there's, there's a loyalty that has been developed. There is a massive loyalty for this game. People that love hockey, love only hockey. These are, these are Canadian fans. These are. Most of their market I know is Canadian. So they got screwed. And when I really started, and what really got me riled up is just thinking about the Battlefield fans and the fact that there's a numerical sort of, uh, you know, like, they've got the new one out. They got screwed with the 
with the um, again the, another you know. niche market though these are I feel like these are I call them my dude bros I call them dude it's a bros. huge market they sold yeah. a ton it's a successful game and they're still patching stuff in that thing and they've delayed the Battlefield 5 experience and you, you know Battlefield know Hardline has now been delayed because there were lots of questions about uh, the game tweaks and stuff in the uh, so beta. So what's happening then? What's going on? Well, the Sims debacle last year, Sims, Sims I, City. I mean, something is, you know, something is up at EA mm. and they need to look at their production calendars yeah. and how they're making their customers happy mm -hmm. and what the overall, um, you, you, you know, sort of. Do you think it's too many cooks in the kitchen or not enough? I think they're probably really spread out yeah. and they're, you know, like the rest of the entire video game industry, uh, a little freaked out by where everybody is, yeah. you know, because it's not, there isn't this constraint of channels anymore. Mm -hmm. People are all over the damn place. Yeah. And EA is definitely playing hard in, in the mobile space. They pissed a lot of people off with Dungeon Master. They pissed a lot of people off with Ultima Online Forever or Ultima Forever. I mean, the, the fact that they made Plants vs. Zombies a freemium game, yeah. uh, Plants vs. Zombies 2, it did take some magic away from it. Yeah. It didn't have the same pull that the it, first Madden game did. Madden just is a freemium um, game. Yeah. FIFA's a freemium game. Yeah. I mean, they're trying every damn thing. It's it's weird because we're seeing the this... Uh, you know, it's like they're having their production meetings mm -hmm. in the public as well. Like mm -hmm. every time they attempt one of these things, you can see it's an experiment. You can yeah. see and feel that they don't know what's going on. But for a company that's so tried and so tested for so long, yes. you would think there'd be a formula in place. And that's what pisses me off. Yeah. Because EA is a leader in this industry. Mm -hmm. They should have their shit together. They should, and they... The first port of call, the first priority, is to make their repeat customers very, very fucking happy. Yes. That's their first priority as a video game focused business, yeah. you know? So yeah, I know they're chasing new business. I know they're chasing the, the emerging business and the categories that are happening out there. Mm -hmm. But if you've got a console base that loves NHL that you can bank on and you can sort of put on your balance sheet and say, well, we're going to sell... X Fucking deliver. Yeah. Do what it can to deliver. Learn from Battlefield and go, well, you know, we got to right. over-deliver there. And, and well, they're doing it again with The Sims 4, which I don't even want to talk about or look at or think about. But I, I, I've heard that, you know, that game has been released with a lot less features than but were again, in Sims 3. But that's another franchise that have a dedicated fan base. And it just makes me that pissed. That only want to play that game. And it's not, it's not like I just want to get angry at EA. It's like... I'm worried about the health and welfare and the general kind of... The industry uh, in general. Yeah, the general, yeah, look and feel about the industry itself mm -hmm. and um, corporations that, you know, built this industry that mm -hmm. really did. And EA is a trailblazer. And, yeah. and the roots of this company and the legacy and the amazing uh, brands and the amazing quality of, of titles that they've had over the years, I'm blown away by that. And mm -hmm. I just don't want people to find more and more reasons to get angry at games yeah. and this is one of them a $60 game with a half or less of the features that were in last year's game yeah. is a fucking poison pill you right. know well it's a poison pill for those of us that spent the dough on the next gen consoles yes right so I know I agree with you I really do I just I just think of all the people that work there and, and pour their hearts into these things yep. that actually mean well I do too um, 
I, I know, do too. I know that's I, why you're saying but it. But there's yeah. a responsibility, I think, at the, at yeah. the end of the day. Like, there's a responsibility to just say, okay, we got to bite the bullet and spend more because we believe in the future. We got to yeah. look at the long haul. We know we can count on X million of, amount of people to buy this thing. And or at can. least be, you know, more transparent with why these decisions were made. I know right. that Sean is now on social media. Right. We're talking about Ram Sean Ramjam Singh. He's, yeah. You know, these are just people that are making these calls, too. This isn't some huge, you know, monolithic, dark company and people wear black hats and they're all in shadow and they're like we're gonna screw everything they're just people yeah but they're also responsible for the health and well-being of an industry that matters to me that i've right. devoted a big chunk of my life to covering as well so when this i see them life. yeah and yeah. lots of people have when i see them or activision or 2k or any of these other massive businesses doing things that I think are detrimental to the future of this business that I've dedicated a big chunk of my life to covering, I have mm -hmm. to say something. No, of course. And this is a problem, you know? Right. And so is freemium bullshit that... Well, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. not we shouldn't be the only ones calling this out. I want more people to be saying things like this, more people to yes. call them out. And I feel like that is happening. They are getting a lot of feedback. I hope that they're taking into consideration all the feedback that they've been getting. Right. And listen, look, the direct inverse is 2K releasing Bioshock at $15 on iOS. Why right. the fuck isn't uh, EA saying, we have a valuable franchise with Madden. Let's make it premium. It's going to cost you 10 bucks. You're going to get a great game. No in-app purchases. Exactly. That's Why aren't it. they doing that? Why aren't they saying we trust in our audience? We trust in our thing. We're not going to make because this a screwy. The dollar signs. Premium is. Well, I don't want to see dollars. that. I'm sick of talking know, about the monetization models of the industry and the people worried about their jobs and people moving all over the, the damn you know continent to Maybe try to families, chase the, the dream of cashing in like Minecraft. Like just make great games. Yeah trust in the value of them yeah. go after uh, good storytelling around these products make people happy mm -hmm. don't make them suspicious I know right I know, what does DLC so engender more than suspicious. suspicion yeah what does it do more than in-app purchases what do they what do they make us think about games more than Oh yeah. man, the F you game. I know. You know, like honestly, I'm so it's tired true. of we it. Want, we want to be able to trust again. We want to trust and we want to just love this stuff. You yeah. know, that's what we want. And I think that this is what's leading to all of this skepticism and negativity. And, and you know, the good of it is the surge of, of the indie. You know, the good of it is oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because well, we're are, trusting these guys because they really are pouring their hearts and their souls into these games these yes. teams of two that and we're seeing and they're finding teams. yeah they're finding ways like we just talked about uh, Mikey Boots today they're finding ways <laughs> yeah. to make two dollar games that you feel great about buying I and you know. feel great about adding to your collection and you know? no in-app purchases you're just paying two bucks yeah. two bucks for all this fun yes I'm down what are yeah. people saying Joshua they want to hear your take on Destiny if you can yes. oh sure yes. Yes. Yeah, but nobody, that's what nobody has to. anything to say about NHL uh, well, yeah. Oh. A lot of people don't know what's, like, in it or yet. Oh, okay. And they Nobody's also want to... Yeah. They want us to move on to Destiny, because that's oh, okay. the story. Yeah, that's the, 500 okay, million sure. in a day, I think it's justly earned. I think that there's an expensive game in the in the play of it. You oh, feel sure. You feel like, oh my God, this is massive. You feel compelled to go back. You feel like you're getting your money's worth. You feel like the multiplayer is fun and tuned, mm -hmm. uh, but good players are in there kicking your ass. Oh my God. You feel uh, the story stuff 
like the story is is bunk. It doesn't really kind of like. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's bunk because there there is something there. Do I understand it? No. No. I don't. But I expect can, to understand. Can you it. recount it? Can you tell me no. about Look, your I know that trips I need into to, the archive I know, and? No, I know yeah. that I need to uh, research things because my ghost is telling me that he needs to research things. Yeah. Uh, so I let him do that. Um, I I know that I need to collect different ghosts from different fallen soldiers. Uh, that's something that needs to happen. I don't really know why. Uh, I'm sure that it'll all reveal itself to me in these cutscenes that we're seeing slowly. One of the things that Ben and Jose and I were joking about is that it feels like the game is almost like a Disney Infinity where they threw in like Avatar Land and then they threw in a little Lord of the Rings and then they threw in a little there Diablo a little Lord of the and then, then they, yeah. you know, like we're fighting Sauron all of a sudden, you know? <laughs> so why? Okay, well, let's fight Sauron. Now we're fighting a giant troll guy. Okay, let's fight a giant troll guy. And that motherfucking captain. And, you know, and which makes it, it or and here's a Star Wars guy and, and Jose was doing an impression of R2-D2 when we had the ghosts flying around how do we get you guys to stream but so we can also hear Ben and Jose oh I know it was great it needs to because that's I know. so entertaining they, it was really funny we were killing ourselves laughing because it's yeah. it's just that we call ourselves uh, Fireteam Fuckface Fireteam Fuckface <laughs> we were nice. just running around uh, killing everybody because you do I mean the best way to play this game is, is, in, is, is in groups with, of three, yes. though. Yes. Okay, so I didn't join you guys because you didn't invite me. So well, uh, I'm just, I'm just no kidding. No girls allowed. No girls allowed, obviously. Yeah, no yeah. vaginas in the yeah. fire team. Yeah. Um, so I played alone, really, for the most part. That sounds really sad. Wait, I'm not trying to make this into that. Yeah. But it was a really um I played lonely... alone up to level 10. Okay, so I played alone yeah. up to level five-ish yeah. and it was it is lonely it's lonely going into these areas because when you go uh, there's different planets that you're exploring okay if you haven't played this yet yeah. um, you first uh, jump into wait where are we going first where do we go first uh, you're on Earth. You're in oh, old, we go to Earth first. Old that's Russia. Right. Okay, that's right. Yeah. So we go to Earth first, and then, uh, but it, even though you go to different spots on the map, you're still exploring the same yes. areas, which is very strange. Well, they're massive, and you go interior and exterior. There is, I know, but there you is know repetition. where all the enemies are going to be already because you've been there before, even though it's in a different area on the map, which is is strange. I just wish they had gone all in with the story to yeah. Mass Effect uh, Mass Effect lengths, especially when you hear. The five hundred million dollar budget, even though you know that, much of that most budget? of it was marketing, or right. a big chunk of it is marketing, and a lot of it is about engine and construction work to kind of set up the next ten years of Destiny. I just you sit down and you hear this beautiful music that Marty O'Donnell plays. You see the elegance of the menu system. Mm -hmm. You especially in PlayStation Four or Xbox One, it's just beautiful visuals, right? Yeah. You're just like, holy crap. And then you get into the cut pieces or the interactions with the actual alien, you know, people that you meet within the world. Yeah. And it's so limited. It's so one-dimensional compared to the... <laughs> like, just think back at what Bioware did with the... Or Naughty Dog, just with uh, Last of Us or Uncharted, with the interactions between... Yeah these video game characters sure. I wanted that out of this game and it doesn't have that and no, because no. it doesn't all of this exposition that it throws at you is just like whoosh so you end up in your fire team going hey I'm shooting at Sauron right yeah. now and I'm in the Come bad cave and yeah. you're just creating your own fiction around so, it exactly and that's yeah. the fun that you're having with friends but yeah if you jump into it solo and you're going into the hub where you see other people there too yeah. um, not only do you feel like you're not the hero of the story because there are other heroes there too yeah. you, you feel like you can't really make friends because there's you can dance if you want you can hang out with them that way but there's no way to yeah. really get to know someone and I know it's an MMO light 
Um, even when I was interviewing, it, it's an everything light. It's an everything. It's light, It's an yeah. RPG light. It's kind yeah. of a shooter light in a way. Like it's not the hardcore action of a uh, Call of Duty. It's no, it's, it's like a Halo light. You it know what I'm a, saying? It's definitely a Halo right? light. But when you get into the multiplayer. It's Marissa gets her ass handed to her heavy. Right, that's um, that's where it kind of steps up and feels like okay, I've I've played games like this before. Exactly. Every, we, everything feels familiar in some way, but yeah, you can't quite put your finger on. Yeah, what it is and then exactly. when you're in the story stuff, it's Borderlands light. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, what I think where it all it all coalesces, it does mm-hmm. feel like a finished, tuned, beautiful next generation product for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, with a lot of heart and a lot of calculation as well, it just doesn't. It's it's not a a, um, a profound or you know this this transformative. Yeah. You know, like oh my god, we've reached another level in interactive storytelling. Right. Like when you play it through the Mass Mass Effect games, and you're, I mean, I, I don't know about away. you guys, but when I played those games, I'm like. I cannot believe what I'm looking at right now. Like yeah. this, the uh, the the different layers of of uh, you know ways into this branching story is just incredible. And you cared about all of these interactions that you're having. Same with Uncharted. Same with The Last of Us. And mm-hmm. you know the Batman games to a degree as well. Like sure. there, it's missing that. Even right. even the sense of fun, even the frivolity of uh, uh-huh. Borderlands is such a compelling, hooky thing. You're doing a lot well, of the same a stuff. That has lot more in humor. Yeah. Um, this is. I feel like this game is a way for you to connect with people on your friends list again. Yes, for sure. Um, but if you don't have that many friends, it doesn't really. I feel like it's just a really lonely experience. You need you need to have people that you know that own the well, game this, that play the game. Yeah, and I've see, I saw that happening on Facebook. I saw a yeah. lot of my friends really saying, "I've not been playing online with people for a while." Yeah, here's my gamer tag. Sign me up. I want to play, you know, Destiny with you, which yeah. I love. Sure. Because this will inspire that social interaction. Well, it also with reminds me of. Trust playing Rainbow Six on the on the first Xbox with my pals because now I'm, I'm connecting with these guys and I can't wait to do that but all I, summer long. But I really enjoyed that Killzone Shadowfall experience where I was jumping in and I was trusting people that I was meeting for the first time because we're all in it together. Right. And that's what I want for this experience too because right. my friends online, I don't have a, I don't, I don't add a lot of people, um, yeah. so I have just a certain amount of friends that I play with. So if they're not online to play, I mean, it's a real, it's just, it's too lonely for me to go at it alone. I think this is hooky enough that this will keep people playing all summer. You know? Oh, for sure. People, are, it, look, it's or it's, it's fall fun. Yeah. It's fun. I like, uh, I love the feeling of accomplishment when you finish whatever it is, whatever place that you're in. When you finish that, when you defeat the final yeah. big person that you're up against. The or big, strike missions are great. Right. They're so, so fun. Yeah, they are so much fun, but more fun made when you're in a group of three. Yeah. This would be a more profound game if we could tell you what the hell the story was, though. <laughs> Look, Peter Dinklage, great voice. Yeah. I'm glad he's there. I mean, there's another f- kind of failing, though, because they have these amazing actors, and you, like, really, who are they playing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, who are they playing? They have, uh, they have Lance Reddick from Fringe is in there, fantastic voice. I love that guy. And, I, like, I don't know who he's playing. Really? I, don't know. I, I don't know. You know, yeah. I should know. You know, when I saw... But you just don't. I, I, I can't name characters and, and 
sequences from Mass Effect now because I've, I'm so many stories removed mm -hmm. from that game. Mm -hmm. But when I was playing the game and I could re live in that world and in that space with those characters and, and I hear a familiar it. voice, I'm like, holy shit, that yeah. was... Uh, the, the dude from uh, from Battlestar Galactica just right. gave me some missions, some right. orders right there, you know? I know. You don't have that connection with this game yet. No. People are, I mean, people are still going to buy, they're still going to play it. It, it. it is a good time. I yeah. want to know what people are saying, uh, though. Do a lot of people have the game? Uh, there's some people that have it and some folks that don't. Uh, okay. It's just kind of up in the air at the moment. Oh. Uh, somebody asked, okay. Um, do you think the value... Hi, Mr. Henry. Hi. Is our show better? What's what? that? Oh, he does. He likes your show better. Okay. Oh, the uh, the Tab and Rob uh, show? Like, wait, how did he get to the basement? <laughs> oh, can we Rob. show the, I have the Vic's basement logo up on the door? I don't know if you can it. I don't know if you can do that. This is the thing that Adam, uh, our camera operator in Toronto, made for us. Oh, Here, right. Vic's basement, and then we... the camera. Oh, no. Uh oh, oh no. Uh oh. There it is. Kind of. Turning the camera. There it is. Sort of. It's up there. Maybe you can just see basement. It's okay. Well, they, people saw it if they watched that. That was a really great discussion that we had with all of us together. So that they would so have, yeah. yeah, they would have seen it. That what? was Rob for who, who people who were. That was Rob. If he, that was our producer Rob. He also right. directs reviews in the run. Right. So, do you, yeah, okay. Put a, put a camera credit <laughs> for Victor Lucas, please. Uh, no, Rob is also the elf man that you see in. Uh, he dresses up like a, an elf, our tiny elf. Everybody knows the EP elf. Oh, okay. So the EP elf, that, we, that was Rob. We got to um, have to start a podcast just for him. Just for the EP elf. Hi, guys. It's me, the EP elf. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, he gave us a great performance today in the studio. I yeah, got it did. on tape, so maybe I'll post it later. <laughs> um, okay, sorry. So what were people saying before Rob rudely interrupted? <laughs> Rob. S somebody asked, uh, do you think the value of user reviews is dimin diminishing? Yes, uh, because there's for a lot sure. of bad reviews for Destiny right now. Absolutely, I um, I read I read an article about that and some uh, uh, descriptions and points to user reviews. People are, I mean, this is the problem with the business in general. People why people love to hate? Well, it, we've created this this uh, this constant sense of competition in the business. We've yeah. created this clubhouse mentality mm -hmm. with these stupid console wars from the beginning. And right. they make for copy. They make for uh, you know this this um, you know great market study and and uh, you know business analysts want to predict who's going to win which quarter the or same whatever. Same thing happened with East Coast versus West Coast with in the, the rap game, which yeah. is why yeah yeah and maybe it, but, Tupac would still be alive. Yeah, just totally. It out there. Yeah, but in the game space, all it leads to is uh, developers pulling their hair out, having yeah. to make decisions based on prediction and. Um, having to spend so much of what would be creative energy on um, balancing and tuning to put products across multiple, you know, uh, sort of platforms. Mm -hmm. And you can argue all you want about the, uh, the opportunities for um, inventiveness and, and uh, innovation and, and, and customized, you know, uh, software built specifically for the metal. You can say all of that, but mm -hmm. really all it does is fracture the marketplace. Right. The movie industry has not done that. They haven't said, you need to buy this movie only for this Blu-ray player. And imagine how stupid that would be right. if we had to do things like that. But the video it's game true. industry not only does that, but it encourages you to wear you know, T-shirts and hoodies and hats and get on message boards and tell, right. uh, you know, if you're a PlayStation fan, that you hate that Xbox right. fan. Yeah. And I, at the end of the just day, so it just silly. makes us look like a bunch of delinquents. And who, bullies. And bullies 
that just can't get along and mm-hmm. don't have a, a sense of maturity about this fantastic medium mm-hmm. and, it, and insecurities and it makes as well. it so hard for visionary game makers yeah. to just figure out where their stuff can play right and there's so many loopholes and hurdles and and at the consumer end it's like where what machine do i buy when they walk in right you know so, like imagine if, some, if somebody doesn't know everything about the video game industry and they walk into a store and they see all of this choice i pity them i know you there's know? a lot to choose from it's true and Instead then you can't saying, go online and find out really what people have, how they actually feel because there's so much hate yes. garnered toward things that people don't have yet yeah. or they don't have and they want to have it just their one thing and they're going to stick with it yeah. yeah but that's been true for this industry f- since the beginning and it's true for the computer industry you got to pick your battle there you got to pick sure, your pick Apple Linux or, or Apple or, or PC yeah. or whatever uh, but I think that there is a little more homogeny there's a little more attempt to kind of Create a you know you know unified you know platforms to sure. a degree. Well, there's a there is a lot more bullying in this space. Yeah. There's a lot more marginalizing in this space. Yeah. Which is not okay. But do you feel the same sense with people that are reviewing things now? Like, who do people trust as reviewers? Obviously, you can trust us. <laughs> Obviously. But no, just to go to different sites, like you don't really know. Honestly, I don't really know outside of us. Like when I go out there to look at a review, I'm not sure. I'm not sure who people are catering, catering I don't, their I don't want to get into reviewing reviewers. I, I, feel I know, but that's I, what the question was. I, I, no, they're, they're talking about user reviewers. Oh, which, user reviewers. Which, okay, sorry, I misunderstood. So user reviews are, are, are customers out there that pick their loyalties. And this is, right. this is where this, this problem comes from. And one of the examples that I just read about in the article that I read is that a guy that gave Destiny a zero for the PlayStation 4, what? which is preposterous, went onto the Xbox One page of the same game and gave it a 10. So obviously he's an Xbox fan, but it's just so dumb. It's just so, like the business is is almost 50 years old and we need to get beyond this garbage. We need to think about the protection of it and the preservation. Otherwise, what's gonna happen, and this is all feeding into this discussion about EA today as well, Mm -hmm. what's gonna happen is people are gonna get sick of these old, battles in the console space and the traditional mm-hmm. gaming space mm-hmm. and they're just going to throw their hands up and they're going to partner with a couple of pals and they're going to try to make iPhone games right. for fun you know and it won't even be about you know reaching people anymore like mm-hmm. this this business has an opportunity to really reach people look people really care about destiny they really went out and bought this game well that was great marketing too yes yeah. and you can be as cynical and, and uh, distanced from it as you want to be mm-hmm. but games matter to people yeah. obviously sure. let's spend the time to nurture that yeah. and not diminish it with all of this stupid infighting I know right I know too much of it yeah. the haterade is yeah, out yeah it's just four right now to see, to see you guys Pardon it's me? four? It's four. Oh, right. shoot. Okay, I'm sorry. Lots to talk about. We Big did. Week. We had, yeah, we had a lot to discuss, yeah. really. We didn't even talk about the games that we played, but it's okay. We'll get to that yeah. at another well, time. Well, we talked of, NHL and we talked Destiny. A lot of Destiny, Destiny so. of NHL yeah. this week. Yeah, so I guess we and, did cover and those. And some iOS games. And uh, I can't games. wait to order my, my iPhone 6. And maybe next Vic Spaceman, I might have it if it comes in on what? time. If it comes in, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay, that'll be exciting. But that thanks so much for, for coming to join us a day early. We yes. do appreciate it. But you, you can actually call in sick tomorrow for work. It's You're fine because this is the start of your weekend. <laughs> so you might as well just call in sick, play some Destiny, NHL if that's your bag. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're not getting a bad game. You're just getting no. half of the game. Well, if it's next gen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but thanks so much for tuning in. 
Yeah, big week. Lots yeah. of cool news. I know. Ha- have fun. Oh, t- where are you what? going? Tell, oh, tell me your cool uh, trip. Why we're doing this early. Oh, sorry. Okay, yes. Yeah, so I'm going to New York uh, for a couple of days because I'm going on an uh, HBO tour of um, Sopranos. It's like a 15th anniversary edition of Sopranos. So they sent the Italian, you know? They're put- some gabagoo. <laughs> They're putting the whole series on Blu-ray and yeah. they asked us if one, if one of our team wanted to come out and check out all the sets. And, yeah. And uh, Marissa's going to New York City. So cool. So, so awesome. So holler if you see me. But uh, we'll, we'll be back next week, and yeah. Marissa will have tales about that, and sure. we'll have lots more to talk about. <laughs> All the, the, big, the big games are coming. I think uh, Disney Infinity comes next week. Thanks for watching, Bye. everybody. Bye. Thanks Stitcher. for listening, Stitcher. <laughs> see you next time on Big Space. Bye. Bye.